What's up, everyone? It is Casey Washak here, co-creator of the Fit and 42, and your host, your captain, your navigator to the Fit and 42 life. Guys, let me explain to you my process in in creating these podcasts. You might be surprised. All right, so usually things come up in my life. Um in the fitness world, when I, either in my gyms or talking to other gym owners, and things that I want to get out to the masses as to uh, what it takes to live a healthy lifestyle. And so I get this thought in my head, whether it was from a conversation with somebody, something I read, and then I immediately grab my phone and spew it into my phone. And that's what these podcasts are. So I'm telling you this because I don't always flesh out the ideas completely before I I make a podcast. So that's why a lot of them are raw. That's why um, it may look like or sound like I'm trying to figure out the thought. And that is because that's what's happening is because I had a thought and I didn't want to overthink it and and to the point where I don't do it. And that's something I know about myself. And actually, I can go off on a tangent and do a podcast just about that. Something I know about myself is I tend to complicate things. So in doing these podcasts and and, and getting a thought in my head and immediately turning it into a podcast, there's going to be opportunities I missed to, to mention something, uh, things might seem a little raw or rantish, and that's because I'm, I'm flushing this idea out as though I'm talking to you real time, all right? So I don't sit down and script these out and, and have bullet points of what I want to talk about. I literally grab my phone, I have a thought, grab my phone, and create a podcast, That being said, the thought I was just having is I don't know if people really truly understand the role of a coach. And this has come up um, a couple times this week when uh, dealing with clients. And look, part of my job is to teach exercises. Okay, proper form, the most the exercises with the most bang for your buck that are going to help you get to your results faster. But that's not the that's a trainer. The reason why we call ourselves a coach is because our job goes much further than just teaching exercises. And so I just want to, if you are in our universe and in our gyms or, or working with us in some capacity, I want you to truly understand what our job is. And if you're looking for a coach, I want you to understand what their job is. Because our job 
is like 10% teaching exercises. And 90% getting you to get out of your own way and, and get you to the goals you want, the goals you told us, the goals you hired us to get you to. You hire a coach because you want to you want an outcome. But in order to in order for us to get to that outcome, a lot of times we have to fight you to get you to that outcome. And so a lot of our job is holding people accountable. Accountable to what they said they wanted. And it's um, it's a really, I love it. It's a really interesting process. Everyone's a puzzle. Everyone's a different puzzle. But at the end of the day, that's, that's why I love it. Because no two people are the same when it comes to um, how they address things. We see the same issues all the time. Like, there's people listening right now who say they have no time to work out and they have three kids and a job and, and all these other things. Well, we have clients who have five kids, a job, and go to night school and all this other stuff. So every, we, we see the same issues, but people approach them differently. People look at them differently. And then it's, it's the, the fun part, but could also be the very... Um, uh, what's the word I want to use? The, the frustrating part is getting you to understand that this is all a part of the process and trying to get you past these obstacles without you quitting. And so the, I, one of the things I definitely wanted to bring up because <laughs> this came up this week and I, I loved it was um, in our gym. You sign an agreement for a specific period of time saying, I am going to work with you, Casey, and Fit and 42. I'm going to work with you for this specific period of time in order to achieve my goals. And some people hate the idea of an agreement. You can call it a contract. We call it an agreement. But it works two ways. You're signing saying, hey, I'm going to pay you X for this period of time to help me get to here. And on my end, I'm saying, in so many words, I'm going to accept this money. I'm going to accept this responsibility to helping you get to where you're telling me you want to be right now. Whether you like it or not in that specific time frame. So, obviously, the financial aspect of, of a, an agreement um, or fitness in general is a huge accountability tool because you feel like you're wasting money if you're not going. 
good because you told me you wanted a specific result. And the only way we can get you to that result is if you work at it. And so in that amount of time that we, we, we delegate to get you to that result and you sign on that line, I'm not going to quit on you. Now, of course, there's extenuating circumstances and things like that. But 90% of the time, like you saying, you know, I don't feel like working out anymore. Well, tough. You told me you wanted this specific result. And that's what you hired me to do. And I'm going to get you there. I'm going to try my damnedest to get you there. I can't show up at your house and drag you out out of, out of the house and drive you to the gym and, and force you to exercise. But I'm going to try everything in my power to get you to the goal you wanted. Because I just want to, I mean, most of you guys have gone through this process. It takes a lot to commit to fitness. This is something that we, that internally, as a gym owner, this is something we drill into our staff nonstop. Guys, think about this process for a minute. Someone sees a Facebook ad or a brochure or hears something from a friend and all of a sudden it triggers something in their brain. And they say to themselves, you know, I really, I really want to change. And think about how scary that first phone call is. Or you're brushing your teeth in the morning. Thinking about, you know, I'm going to stop into that gym today. And the knot in your stomach because you're walking into basically like a new school. You're, like you know no one. You don't have no idea what to expect. But something internally gets you to do that. Whether you call, we talk to you for a minute, we schedule a time to meet with you, and then a couple days later you're actually going to go to that meeting and you're, that morning you're brushing your teeth thinking about all the things you have to do that day and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to meet with those guys today. And just the nerves of, of stepping into a, uh, an alien environment not knowing anybody. But you want something so bad, you're willing to, to, to go through that. And then you meet with us. You find out we're very personable. We're nice people. We're not, we're not these robotic machines that, you know, that are like fitness is it, like you need to work out 100 hours a week. No, you find out we're real people and we do real things. And you look, you, hopefully when you show up, there's other people in the gym and you see that it's real people. And then you find out it's, hopefully you find out it's not as intimidating as you thought it was. And you give it a shot. And you say, you know what, this is the place I want to go to. And you're going, but it's hard. 
it's so hard the beginning because you're battling your old you. I talk about this a lot. Like just because you've made a commitment on paper and in your head you say, you know what, I want this. And I already went through a bunch of uncomfortable feelings to get to this point. I went through the jitters and the nervousness of, of picking up the phone and calling a bunch of strangers to find out what that place is about. I went to, through the nerves of getting in the car and driving to an alien environment and walking in and having no idea what to expect and sitting down with a stranger and telling them very intimate things about myself, about how I feel and and what I'm trying to accomplish, and I've had a hard time trying to accomplish it, so I need help. You've went through all those uncomfortable feelings already, and then now the physical uncomfortable feelings start. The soreness, right? You know, you work out and you're like, what? You feel like a train hit you. Like, what just happened? And I say, you're paying for your sins. Like this, like anything new. If I picked up my guitar and tried to play it and I haven't played it in months, guess whose fingers are going to hurt? And you know what? I don't know about a lot of you guys, but I don't write a lot much anymore. Meaning like with a pen or pencil. So when I do... Like, my finger hurts. I, it cr- creates an indentation in my middle finger the way I push down on the pen. Because I find myself on the computer a lot more these days than actually physically writing. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to change that, actually. That could be another podcast. But, um, but these things that you don't do often affect you when you start to do them. Until you build up a tolerance to it. And that's all this thing is. Is we're going to start you at an appropriate level. And slowly progress you. You know, and I always I always mention this. You know, um, we, we deal with a lot of women. And... Um, they immediately, not all, I can't say all, and you know what, it's it's cool because the, uh, the mentality is definitely changing. But early on uh, in my career, it wasn't uncommon for a woman to be afraid of getting quote-unquote bulky from, lift, from lifting anything over 10 pounds. And so there's, that could be a whole other podcast, but... The easiest thing I can mention is you carry your groceries. Your purse probably weighs more than 10 pounds. You pick up your kids, all which make you, or all which weigh more than 10 pounds, and that's not what's making you bulky. And if you're working out twice a week, you get bulky before me, who I'm trying to get bulky, then you're going to start training me. <laughs> so, um, like I said, that could be a whole other podcast, but... The mind shift is changing. The We went through the nerves of actually showing up at the gym for the first time. Then there's the nerves of showing up for your first workout. Then you go through your first workout. 
And all of a sudden, you feel like a train hit you the next day. And you want to immediately, well, not everybody, but a lot of people, it crosses their mind, quit. But I, I just want to get across to everybody how far you've come already. In, in because of something you wanted, something internally, something, something that's inside you saying, look, I don't like the way things are. So I'm willing to go through all these uncomfortable feelings, and then all of a sudden the physical uncomfortableness starts, and then it's like you want to pump the brakes. So I'm getting into, I'm, I'm really talking about this a lot, because as we go into this process, and as you get through that, life starts to happen. You get sick, uh, you know, you, you have to go on a business trip. All these different things start coming up in life that kind of throw little monkey wrenches in our perfect plan to go from point A to point B. I, I mean, if you've ever seen the success meme, uh, you know, success isn't linear. It's a bunch of squiggly lines up, down, all around, and but it's consistency, That helps you with success, especially in this aspect of life. And I would say most aspects of life, consistency is key. But now all of a sudden all sorts of different things are popping up in your life. And you're saying to yourself, I don't want this anymore. Or I'm too busy for this. Well, my role just changed. My role is not the guy correcting form and making sure you're doing everything 100% correct and, and teaching you the different things you should be doing outside the gym to, to get us to our goal. My goal is now the, the, the person to remind you what you wanted when your vision was clear. Before you got into the thick and the brush of life and, and, and you said to yourself, I am not happy. I am not happy with the way I look, the way I feel, the way I move. I'm not happy with my relationships. And I think a lot of this stems from my own health. And basically this human suit I'm wearing. I feel as though as if I start moving, start taking care of myself, a lot of these issues are going to clear up. I'm going to have more confidence. I'm going to look better. I'm going to feel better. Um, and it's going to transcend into other aspects of my life. But then we get into the thick where it's Christmas time, you're running around, you got all these things you got to do, and all of a sudden you don't care that much anymore. Or you're, you're having a bad relationship or all sorts. I mean, we, we hear it all. And guess what? I'm not giving up on you. I remember what you told me in my office. I remember you crying, telling me how unhappy you were. 
And that's all I remember. Because I'm in the thick with you, but I'm removed from the day-to-day. I'm above the thick. I'm above looking at how close we are, how far we are, to what you told me you wanted. So what I have to do is figure out how to get you to navigate through that before you quit on yourself. Because we don't quit on you. And look, I completely understand that 99% of human beings, basically in their 40s, have tried half a dozen diets. I hear it. One of the things we talk about when I first meet you is, like, what have you tried before? And there's usually a laundry list of different things you've tried. But for whatever reason, they stopped at some point. So as a decent human being, I'm sitting there saying to myself, I am not going to be another statistic in this person's life and being something that they quit on. That's not what we do. So we're going to be there for you. And in some cases, when you like it or not. And it's, I just want people to understand the role of a coach. Because you will not hear from us. Or I'm sorry, you won't hear about us. I'm talking not just what I do inside my gyms and, and the people I surround myself with, the, the affiliates who run Fit and 42 and the other gym owners that I know that were in these networks, I surround myself with good people. And I'm, t- I'm speaking on behalf of all of them. You will, won't hear from their members or people when th- people decide, you know what, I want to quit on myself. You won't hear. I never heard from those guys again. I quit on myself and I never heard on it. No. Instead, you're going to hear these guys keep harassing me. And it's not harassment. We care about you. <laughs> we care. You told me what you wanted. You, 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 a lot of people, I would say 75% of the people who I'm, we meet with, not just me, but the people we meet with get emotional because this is something that's eluded them for so long. They get emotional about this aspect of their life, and they know, they know it's going to transcend into other aspects of their life. They know their relationships are going to get better when they feel more confident about their body. They know that they're going to be able to do more with their kids and, and strengthen that relationship. They know that when they start moving and getting physical activity that they're going to sleep better and they're not going to be tired all the time and once we navigate the nutrition that once again they're not going to be tired they're going to have more energy like all these different spokes in the wheel that we need to address they understand they they see it but it's eluded them for so long or they've gotten it they've got it for a, a short amount of time and for whatever reason they quit on it And the role of a coach is to get you, if you lay down that check, if you lay down that credit card or whatever and say, I want your help, well, you got it. 
whether you like it or not. Because I want to be a part of that process. We want to be a part of that process with you. We, it is an honor for us to have our fingertips, I'm fingertips, our fingerprints on your life. That's more rewarding than that credit card or that check. But that's like, the, the sound of the gavel, the minute you put down that financial commitment, we're, we're ready to rock. We're all in. You're all in. Let's do it. Even when you don't want to anymore. So, guys, um, this, this stuff comes up. We're in the process of fitting 42. Right now, we're in the middle of one, we're week three. So we're halfway through. And this, this, is a, this is a huge one for so many people. Because it sounds good to like get in shape and, and to change your life. But it is hard. And all these skeletons and demons start coming out of the closet, you know, internally and you're just like, I don't I don't know if I can handle this. But you know, how's that saying go? Like the only way you see a, a rainbow is after a thunderstorm. You have to go through the thick. You have to go through the hard to change that and to get to the other side. And even when you want to quit on yourself, we will not. And the last part of this that I want to address is even if you're not second-guessing yourself and saying, I don't even know if I want this anymore, that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get to your goal. Because the next thing that one of the things we have to do as coaches is is get you to use your potential. And I mentioned real briefly in passing, you know, basically that 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 old thought process that women, you know, shouldn't lift heavy weights and stuff like that. Well, lifting an eight pound weight a bunch of times when you could easily lift a 15-pound weight isn't going to do anything for you. So working at like 50% of your capacity is not going to do much for you. So our, our other job is to motivate you and get you to see the potential we see. And you have to understand, at least in my universe, and once again, the people I associate with, I can't speak on behalf of every coach out there because there are bad ones. But this is not about me. This is not some sort of ego trip to, like, get you to, to lift thousands of pounds. The idea is... I see what you can't, and I need to get you to trust me into going to a place that you've never been, both mentally and physically. 
and to show you you're capable of much more than you think you are. I have so many great stories. One of one of the great stories I have, and this is um, this is one of many, is I had two gentlemen, late forties, go through the Fit and Forty Two process. Never really worked out. Never really in shape. They just felt like, you know what? It's now or never. So they did amazing throughout the whole six-week process. And at the end of Fit and 42, there just happened to be a Spartan race coming up. So we did, we we invited everyone to do a Spartan sprint, which is a three-mile obstacle course race. And this is not something they've ever done. And so a whole group of us, about there was about 20 of us, went and did this Spartan race. And at the end, that going through that three-mile obstacle course race was so impactful for them that so many of these people, this is something they've never done. And they would have never, six weeks before, if I would have said, hey, we're going to do a Spartan race, they would have said, you're crazy. No way, I'm out of here. But taking them through the six-week process, at the end, they felt very confident they could do it. And the really cool thing is, these two gentlemen, who never really participated in that many sports, um, weren't weren't involved in athletics as, uh, as youngsters, they found their niche in Spartan races. This is a few years ago, and now they they are ranked worldwide for their age groups in, in Spartan racing. They do like 30 races a year. It's insane. But if I would have told them, leading up to starting this Fit and 42 process, that, hey, you guys are going to do a Spartan race, I might have lost them. I might have scared the hell out of them. But building their confidence up over the six weeks and showing them, guys, it's a little bit of running. You know, there are going to be some hard obstacles. We can prepare for them, you know. You, you guys are fine and going through that and then getting that bug and finding their thing in fitness. Look, my goal, yes, in my opinion, everyone needs to weight train and stuff like that, but that's not the goal. Weight training shouldn't be the goal. Weight training should be helping you in other areas of fitness. In their in their case, they weight train to be able to do the obstacles for Spartan racing. It helps in other areas of life. Tiger Woods, I don't know if he still is, but he in his prime he was benching three hundred pounds. 
And arguably, he was the he's the best golfer ever. I'm not saying you have to bench 300 pounds to be the best golfer, but Tiger Woods understood the importance of weight training and how it could influence his golf game. But I just want to get that across to everybody. That not only do we have to battle with you in, in fighting your demons and fighting, keeping you on track, but then we also have to get you to realize what you're capable of. And we have to earn that. I'm not saying on day one you should be able to just say, you know what, um, listen to me. Because you have to understand, you have to, I have to earn your trust. And you have to understand that this isn't about me in this process. And another thing is I don't compare you to anyone in this process. I don't compare you to anyone else in that room. I compare you to who you were yesterday. So guys, I I don't want to keep the I don't want to make this too long, but that is the role of a coach. In a nutshell, we are going to hold you accountable once we both agree upon the terms. This is the goal you want. This is the time frame we're going to do it in. Then we're like a pit bull on a bone. We are going to get you to that goal even if sometimes you don't know if you want it anymore because you're in the thick of life. The fog of war, as we called it in the Marine Corps. You can't see two feet in front of you because it is just chaos. Well, we're above it. And we can see where you're at and where you're headed and the different avenues we could take. And then lastly, like I said, getting you to realize what you're capable of. All right, guys. I hope this didn't come off too ranty, but this has been coming up, especially going through the Fit and 42. I don't think people people think, some people think like when they when they come into our gym, like they're buying a gym membership and they're buying like a fitness class or something like that, and that's the farthest from the truth. What you're buying is our knowledge and our dedication to you to getting you to your goal. How we get you there is irrelevant. But we're going to get you there. All right, guys, take care, and I'll talk to you soon.